How is it going, Bears fans? Welcome back to another episode of the Bear Down Podcast, where we talk everything Bears every day of the week. Today, we are back continuing our Bears versus Browns Week 3 coverage, taking a look at the three most important positional matchups in this game, in our opinion. We're going to be breaking down three key matchups in this game that the Bears have to take advantage of if they want to walk out of Cleveland with a Week 3 upset win. Before we get into this one, I would like to say you guys have been showing some great support recently. Please be sure to keep listening to the podcast. We're going to be bringing you guys the most comprehensive Bears coverage on the web throughout the regular season. We're posting videos each and every day. You guys keep us motivated, so drop a like, subscribe, like, follow. If you're listening on one of the podcasting platforms, we're going to be bringing you guys a video each and every day the entirety of the 2021 season. I am your host, Chris Maltby. Today, to break down some important matchups, I am joined with my co-host on a gloomy day in Indiana, Parshaw. Parth, how's it going, my man? Doing pretty good. Uh, yeah, it's been raining all day here. Uh, I had to walk to class in the rain, which is no fun. Um, but done with class. Um, it's time to record. Uh, I guess that's. I think it's gonna be a great game this weekend. I think the Bears got a tough matchup in Cleveland, but we'll talk about that a little bit more. How the Bears can find some matchups to, I guess, find some success in. Yeah, uh, definitely a gloomy day in Indiana. You know, the Colts are 0-2, but uh, a sunnier day in Chicago, I would assume. Uh, the Bears announced Justin Fields will have his first career start on Sunday. Uh, it seems like Andy Dalton's probably going to miss somewhere between two and five weeks with that bone bruise due to ligament damage. So uh, it, it's really Fields' time to come in and hopefully take this job, obviously, we didn't want it to happen this way and be due to injury, but the door's open now, and hopefully uh, Fields can rush in there and take that quarterback one job. So before we get into these matchups, Justin Fields obviously being included as one of the key ones. Let's get to this sponsored message from our 2021-2022 season sponsors over at mybookie.ag. Winning season has started off hot, but MyBookie is continuing to crank up the heat with a $50,000 Survivor Contest. Whether you're a new or existing user, if you've made a deposit with MyBookie, you'll earn an entry into the 50K Survivor Contest for absolutely nothing. To play, all you have to do is pick a winner a week to keep your streak alive and have a shot at the grand prize. Starting off strong with a Ravens pick against the Lions in Week 2, who haven't beaten Baltimore since Lamar Jackson was in second grade or ride a hungry Steelers squad looking to get back into in, their historical dominance over the Cincinnati Bengals, who struggled against the Bears, obviously, in Week 2. Either way, it's simple to play, even if you don't have a ton of betting experience, which is why we always choose MyBookie for the NFL contests. Head to MyBookie.ag now and get in on the competition and use our promo code BD to receive double your first deposit up to $1,000 and get instant access to the $50,000 survival pool. Again, that's promo code BD to instantly double your first deposit and get into the playing pool now. Bet anything, anytime, and anywhere with MyBookie. Thank you so much, MyBookie, for sponsoring this podcast and the entirety of our regular season podcasts. And let's get back into the podcast. All right, three key matchups, Bears versus Browns. This is definitely... Uh, obviously an important game. The Bears have a lot to get done in this one. Let's start where we need to, and I mentioned it earlier before we got into that promotion, that Justin Fields was going to be a very important piece that needs to be discussed in this one. The Bears are starting Fields for the first time on Sunday. 
he's going to be going up against the Browns defense that has some recognizable names, but also is a little bit of a spotty defense. If we are being completely honest, uh, the secondary, the main two guys there are Denzel Ward and Greg Newsom. They're names that everyone knows, but names that the Bears wide receivers can surely win matchups against on Sunday. So can Justin Fields succeed against the second uh, a spotty secondary is really going to be a question. Uh, taking a look at the Browns' defense in terms of DVOA, they're 31st in the league. That is second to last. They're allowing the 19th most completion yards to opposing quarterbacks below average. They are allowing the 20th most first downs per game, 24th in yards per pass attempt. They are allowing the 25th amount of yards per completion. They are allowing the 25th highest passer rating. They are allowing the 28th passing first down, uh, the 28th amount, 28th most passes on first down percentage per game. And they are also allowing the 30th most first downs on third down per game. So the most third down conversions per game. Sorry, that was a lot of stats I just threw at you. But basically what it shows you is that this Browns defense recently has kind of played a little bit like Swiss cheese. Uh, There's been some openings there. Obviously they have that front that has some really solid stars. Obviously the main one being Miles Garrett, but This Brown secondary is a secondary that you should be able to take advantage of if you're Chicago. We saw Justin Fields obviously taking some shots in week two against the Bengals. Uh, He had a throw to Allen Robinson that was dropped uh, really close to the end zone. That would have been a touchdown. He was trying to extend the ball downfield, and he's going to need to do that if the Bears want to win in week three. Um, You know, the Browns have been actually pretty solid against the run. Uh, definitely better against the run than they have been against the pass. So most of this game, obviously, is going to fall on the 11th overall pick out of Ohio State and how he can play um, if the Bears want to come out with an upset win. Uh, You have to look for your targets. Allen Robinson really hasn't gotten going so far this season. Darnell Mooney has 92 reception yards, I believe, on 11 catches. Um, He's someone you're going to have to look for in this one. He's got to use his speed to his advantage. And the further you go down Cleveland's depth chart in the secondary, the weaker it gets. So guys like Marquise Godwin, Demir Bird, a name we haven't really seen this season, but specifically Marquise Goodwin uh, is someone you're going to have to get going in this one. And I know I said Goodwin wrong again. Uh, my apologies. That's just the thing that I do, but good one has seen uh, a high volume of action so far for Chicago. You're going to have to continue to use him, uh, and get the tight ends involved. We saw Cole Komet get some good action in week one. We didn't really see much from the bears tight ends in week two, uh, fields is someone who had a nice connection throughout training camp and the preseason with Jesse James. I think as he continues to gel with this offense and gets more experience with them over the next couple of weeks, we're going to see him only continue to play better. But if you're Justin Fields, you have to go out there. You have to play loose. You have to do what you can do. Be that dual threat quarterback. Use your legs. Throw the ba- throw the ball downfield. Don't be scared. He can't be timid. He's got to find his receivers. I really believe that Chicago will be able to find some holes in this secondary. And I trust that Justin Fields the prospect that we all wanted in Chicago. He's finally here. He's finally started starting. We'll be able to take advantage of a weaker Cleveland defense. So overall, uh, you know, that's going to be the headline going into this game. How can Justin Fields play? But taking a look at the stats, how guys like Tyrod Taylor and Patrick Mahomes, other dual threat quarterbacks who can use their legs. They've both had a lot of success against this Cleveland secondary. I expect that Justin Fields will be able to hopefully do the same coming in off his first week 
of work with the first team. So Parth, you're going to move to the defensive side of the ball. Obviously, Odell Beckham Jr. was injured. He's looking like he's going to come back in this one. They're going to be missing Jarvis Landry due to a, um, I believe, a high ankle sprain. But Odell Beckham Jr. is coming back in this one. We saw Jalen Johnson last week with four passes defended. He had an 87 overall rating on Pro Football Focus. He's currently the highest rated cornerback in the league. So take it away. How important do you think it is that he steps up in this week two, in this week three matchup? It's crucial that he steps up. Um, like you said, um, he I think is the best cornerback ranked by PFF right now. Um, very, very, such a sight that I didn't expect to see super early. I knew that Jalen Johnson was going to be a really good cornerback for the Chicago Bears. Just didn't think two games into the season that he'd become an elite corner already. Um, it's a great thing that he did because uh, the secondary definitely has holes in other places. So for him, um, you know, Odell Beckham Jr. coming to this game after missing the first two games of the season. Odell's been a consistent wide receiver for the last couple of years, you know, um, not last couple, for his whole entire career. Uh, he's put up basically 1,000 yards in every year that he's played more than 12 games for. Uh, last season, he only played seven games, was out due to injury for some time. Um, but he's back again this year, um, and I expect him to come in hot. I expect uh, this Browns offense to use him a lot, especially um, down the field. That's what he's really good at, the stretch in the field, especially when you have two running backs like Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt. Um, it makes it very easy for Odell to sneak behind this defense. So that's something Jalen Johnson's going to definitely have to watch out for because Odell's speed is very underrated, and we all know how good he is when the ball's thrown to him um, his catch radius is unbeatable um, he had that amazing catch I think it was in 2014 I can't believe it's already been seven years since that catch but I don't know about yeah, that um, I don't know about 2014 man <laughs> 2014 really? year it was 2014 yeah I don't know if he's been in the league that long yeah it's been seven years um, yeah that was his rookie years I got his stats right here so um but, you know, Odell Beckham, he's definitely a tough task for the secondary. And then other than that, we got Donovan Peoples-Jones, um, their tight end, Austin Hooper, a couple of dogs that you got to watch out for. But Odell Beckham Jr., obviously, uh, touchdown threat as well. So Jalen Johnson, he's been ranked the top corner. Um, he's gotten the work done. He has five passes defended through two games, the most in the league so far. Um, I expect him to have a really good game and uh, show that he is one of the top corners in the league for the rest of the season. So I think the Bears can win this one, uh, win this matchup at least. I think Jalen Johnson is someone who's played really well so far this year, and I can have I can see him doing that for the rest of the season. Yeah, uh, and obviously you're right, Parth. Odo Beckham did gain that notoriety for that one-handed catch during Week 12 of his rookie season against the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, has been a really elite wide receiver since. He's someone who uh, has a speed that in some cases is unmatched. He's got some great route mm -hmm. running. He's got one of the best catch radiuses in the league. He can grab balls with one hand. He can make really tough catches. I'm not sure if he's going to be on a pitch count per se in this Week 3 matchup. Obviously, coming off of injured reserve to start the season or uh, just coming off an injury to start the season. But it's going to be important that the Bears shut him down. Currently, the Browns' leading receiver is David Njoku, who has five receptions for 94 yards. You cannot let Baker and Odell heat up in this one, but I trust Jalen Johnson to be able to shut down in this one. He's had some tough matchups throughout the first two weeks. Robert Woods, as well as last week we saw him on T. Higgins, Tyler Boyd, as well as Jamar Chase in some cases. So hopefully Jalen Johnson can shut down in this one and really uh, continue to earn his stripes and his respect in the league and I hope uh, Bears fans can start realizing that he is a 
cornerback one soon because he definitely deserves respect in this league. Let's head on to our third matchup in this one. This is going to be a really important one. The Bears are going to have to shut down Nick Chubb if they can in this one if they want to give themselves a chance. We've seen him have a really good start to the season so far, 26 carries, almost 200 yards. He's at 180 right now, and he's got three touchdowns in only two weeks. Uh, the Bears are going to have to slow him down in this one if they want to win this game. Uh, the Bears have done a pretty good job so far at limiting running backs, uh, limiting opposing running backs, holding them under, under 75 yards a game. Um, looking at their rushing attempts allowed per game, they've allowed, or the opposing teams have run 21.5 times per game against the Bears. They've allowed 71.5 rushing yards to opposing teams, only 3.3 rushing yards allowed per attempt. And the Bears have only given up one rushing touchdown so far. So if they can slow down Chubb, that's going to be huge. Uh, he's someone that kept their offense going in the week two game against the Houston Texans. He broke out at the end and was really able to extend some long runs, not only to chew the clock, uh, but also to put up points on the board for the Cleveland Browns when Baker Mayfield went down and hurt his left shoulder. So um, it's going to be important that the Bears bottle up Chubb as much as they can. He's someone who also is effective as a receiving back. I trust the Bears front seven. Uh, the Browns have had some issues on their offensive line so far. So I think the pass rush will be able to get there this week, and also they'll be able to limit him in terms of the rushing game. You just got to make sure you secure him. Uh, he, he's a pretty big boy. He can run through he, tackles. He's a big boy, and he yeah. always oh, yeah, and he's fast. Run. And he gets one big run every game. I mean, last week we saw 11 rushes for 95 yards, and one of them I think came with a 40-something yard rush. So he usually goes off for a big run here and there, and you got to watch out for that. And the Bears defense has times where – They'll end up giving the big run. And uh, Nick Chubb is someone who tires out the defense and waits till that third quarter, and he will spark up. And you can't forget Kareem Hunt also, who's someone who's equally as good as Nick. I mean, I wouldn't say equally as good as Nick Chubb, but he's Calm just down, as Matthew good as Stafford Hall of Famer. <laughs> I, by the I way, for those of you who don't know what I'm talking about, I'm talking about when Parr said before he was traded to the LA Rams that Matthew Stafford was a top 10 quarterback of all time. And uh, a Hall of Famer. So whenever Parr says something a little bit out, I mean, whenever you say something a little outlandish, just so you know, I'm going to call you Matthew Stafford. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, he's balling right now. So. But you know what I was going to say is you got to watch out for Kareem Hunt. He was a top back a couple years ago in Kansas City. He's someone that has explosive speed and can break tackles, tackles just like Nick Chubb. And these two guys in the red zone is hard to stop because they can feed it to either one of them. So you got to watch out for them. To, uh, I like. I have both of these guys in my fantasy leagues. I have no. I have full faith that they're going to get a touchdown this week. That's for sure. <laughs> I've got a superstition in fantasy where I won't start a player when they're playing the Bears. But um, like, you even start Nick like, Chubb. like, like everyone was telling me to start Joe Burrow last week. I didn't start Joe Burrow. That paid off pretty well for me, uh, even mm -hmm. though he had the two touchdowns late. But you know, overall, the Bears are going to have to try and bottle up the run in this one if they want to have success defensively, it's something yeah. that they've done well throughout the first two weeks of the season. And it's going to have to continue over in week three. They're going to have to play a pretty darn good game as a unit Chicago overall, if they want to win this one. Um, obviously Duke Shelley's probably going to get attacked um, by Donovan Peoples Jones and Richard Higgins. Uh, and they might throw Dell in the slot sometimes yeah. to, to mess with him too. So if you can shut down the run game uh, and maybe some pass rush can get there, Baker Mayfield, uh, is someone who's turned the ball over a decent bit in his time in the NFL, but uh, you can't let the run game run wild on us because it opens up the play-action pass, 
and that's where Baker Mayfield is the most dangerous and definitely the most accurate. Uh, he's continued to get more accurate throughout his time in the in, uh, throughout his career in the league. So you're gonna have to bottle up the run as much as possible, make Baker win the game, uh, and go from there. And I think more of this, obviously, this game and the success of Chicago is going to fall on Justin Fields and how the unit can perform for him offensively. But if we could see the Bears replicate uh, a solid game like they did last week against a Browns offensive line uh, and a front that is, has been a little bit weak to start the season and then also wide receivers that are down, um, then you know maybe we come out with an upset. Should be yeah. really interesting to see how the Week 3 game goes. Guys, thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of Three Key Matchups. Before you go, if you haven't already, drop a like, subscribe, follow wherever you are listening. We're going to be bringing you guys a Bears video each and every day for the entirety of the regular season. If you'd like more content from us, head to our website, beardown.com. The link is in the description. You can see columns, articles, and blogs getting you guys ready for the Bears' Week 3 matchup in Cleveland. If you'd like to find the podcast on social media, you can find it on Instagram and Twitter, at Down. And finally, you can find the links to all of our social media pages down in the description, myself, as well as Parth, our Instagram and Twitter pages. It's a great way to interact with us, and you can see our thoughts on all things Bears, the NFL, and the entirety of Chicago sports. Parshaw repping a Bulls hat today. We've got the Bulls starting here soon in under a month. A lot to look forward to, but... Man, a huge Sunday, and the anticipation is only going to continue to grow with Justin Fields making his first start. If we could get an upset win on Sunday, I think everyone in Chicago would be happy, and obviously there would probably be an overreaction Monday saying we need yeah. to start him immediately, and you and I would definitely be partaking in that. But any last words before yeah. we sign off here? Yeah, the excitement's definitely there. I was, I wish I was in Chicago right now to see how excited everyone is for Justin Fields to be starting. But the town is buzzing. Um my dad was telling me uh, he was going to work. Um, everyone's wearing Fields jerseys. Uh, he's definitely taking over the city. Um, and without a doubt, I'm excited for him. Uh, I think he's going to have a lot to prove this Sunday. Uh, Matt Nagy, definitely someone who needs to be proved because he's still wanting to start Andy Dalton after, uh, you know. We'll talk about that in a couple I, weeks after we yeah, see Yeah, no, we'll talk about that, exactly. But, you know, with how Fields plays, um, I doubt that even happens, but. Um, yeah, that's about it. Yeah, you, you'd have to imagine that it would be tough to bench Fields after starting him, uh, especially if he's solid or good, uh, just because of it, yeah. it could be detrimental to games, his confidence. You can't go back to someone who's gonna, you, I mean, that's the thing, you just gotta put the guy who's gonna win games, and if you're trusting games, why would you go back exactly? Yeah, well, uh, you know, Justin Fields is probably the most polarizing rookie in all of Chicago sports since someone like Derrick Rose entered the NBA for the Bulls, yeah. uh, and he's going to get his chance to start here. Should be a really interesting one on Sunday. As Parth mentioned, the anticipation's only going to continue to build. Uh, and if the Bears could escape with a win this weekend, they could be in a really good spot heading into a Week 4 game against the Detroit Lions. But we're going to keep you guys posted with Bears coverage throughout the rest of this week, so continue to support us. It's been a pleasure to be your host. Once again, my name is Chris Malpe, and Bears fans, as always, do us a favor and stay safe and bear down. We'll see you in the next one. Peace out.